Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Today we're talking to the Managing Director of a well-established architectural business incorporated in 2008 and specialising in residential extensions and new build houses. The business has won several awards and is heavily involved with the local community and today on Business Brunch we're really pleased to welcome Daniel Mathias, the owner of Daniel Mathias Architecture Limited. So Daniel, welcome to The Cat. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, Yeah, I'm doing good and uh, thank you for coming in today. Daniel, you qualified as an architectural technician in 2008. So talk us through what your apprenticeship involved and why you chose architecture as a career move. Uh, Well, architecture was chosen as my career move um, whilst I was studying my A-levels at uh, All Sage High School. Um, I was uh, heavily into uh, enjoying design and studying design. Uh, whilst I was uh, at the uh, the A levels, and um, during that period, I decided to do some work experience with some architects' practices and design practices. Uh, during um, one of those practices that I was doing the work experience for, there was um, one of the one of the uh, people there was also studying an apprenticeship in uh, in architectural technologist, and um, he he gave me all the information about it, and I decided to to further look into that and it turned out that it was quite a, a good course. So during my A-level studies I, I looked into the course a little bit further, uh, had some interviews with a training provider uh, who then got me a placement with a company. From there on the, the company took me on as a an apprentice and then sent me to, to study at the college Stroke University which was at Burslem and Staffordshire University and I studied there for one day a week and it was over a course of a about five years, roughly, whilst doing that course. It's interesting that you kind of, you moved gently into architecture. Did, did you consider any other prospects uh, at the time? Not overly. I was, um, I was mainly just trying to understand what was available to me at that age. Um, I wasn't really too interested in actually going to university because I didn't really have a direct route that I wanted to go in. It was, it was just very much the design side of things that I enjoyed doing um, and then when I when I met and found out about this apprenticeship I, it was just seemed like the right route to take, um, quite a steady route to take, um, like I say being an apprenticeship, um, working on the job, learning on the day to day in an architect's practice and then a, a day a week at the at the college studying. Um, from, from my side of things that worked quite well for the way I like to um, to kind of pursue my career. Obviously, the the other route is to is to do it, take the academic route. But um, you're an architectural technician as opposed to an architect. Is there a, a subtle difference there? Uh, I think there's quite a large difference. To be perfectly honest with you, and I think probably uh, the take on it can be looked at it quite differently from both parties. But um, the, the the technician's route or the technologist's route, as as we're kind of referred to as being, is our course is um, heavily down the route of the more technical side of the the architecture. Um, so, the course is strongly studying how construction works, how buildings are put together. The architectural route to, to become an architect is a lot more heavily involved regarding design and the, the history of buildings and the design of buildings. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the difference between the two of them. You, you started your business in 2011, um, That's right, yeah. only three years after qualifying. So share with us how you further developed your architectural skills in that 
time and uh, and what prompted you to to make that bold move and start your own business well the, the move um, was actually forced upon me to be honest with you when the when the recession hit um, I'd um, I hadn't been at the this particular company that long and uh, unfortunately I got made redundant and on the back of that I was a little bit kind of unsure what what was going to happen next so I contacted um, people who I'd met along the way builders um, contacts and um, it kind of came about to me that well there's I think there's a market here to actually provide some services to these these builders and they, they started working with me directly to provide them with drawings started initially just as um, small extensions for people for them and and then from there I thought well actually that's let's pursue this further let's see where we can go and then it slowly developed into generating the business and um, it's kind of uh, just grown from there really. And in the three years in between when you qualified yeah. and uh, and started your business, in that time when you were working for another company, mm-hmm. did you find that they underpinned what you already knew or did they teach you new skills? I found that it was a, a good development stage for me uh, at that, that period in time. I was working for a small residential company. Um, we worked on uh, residential housing schemes and new builds and extensions. So during that period... I uh, I'd actually learned a, a huge amount on the residential side. So as much as it was um, a shock to obviously be made redundant, it, it also would, um, I'd learned a, a huge amount of skill within those three-year periods of, of being at that practice to uh, to actually use it as my advantage to, to develop the company. And obviously starting your own business is moving from a, a comfortable position working for another company. Yes. And then having... Um, Having all the pressures that, that you you now know, <laughs> yeah, it was a scary time. So, it was a yeah. scary time, yes. Uh, but you, you did it anyway. I did well. It was <laughs> it was swim or sink, really. And so I just uh, had to go for it and uh, try my best. Daniel, starting a new business is an onerous task. So talk us through the planning involved in in setting up a new architectural business and and detail the core services that you now offer. Well, setting the the practice up kind of um, came out of the blue, obviously from the from the being made redundant. So it was um, it was a, a a bit of a drawn out process to to get it up and running. Obviously, I didn't really know much about it. Um, so I very much learnt as I was going along and, and where to go. I had a friend who was uh, an accountant, so I, uh, I took some, some guidance from, from them and a, and a few other people I knew who did also had their own businesses. So I, again, took some guidance from them on, on how to, to go about doing it. And it kind of just came about quite slowly, really. The, the company got registered, um, set, the name, set a name up at the time and, um, and went from there and, and just slowly did little bits here and there as I, as I started to learn a little bit more about what I needed to do. So you, as, as you now know, you have to wear several different hats when you're, uh, when you're running your own business to begin with, obviously, because the, there's no employees to fall back on. So how did you take that on board? Um, <laughs> well, it just kind of happened, I suppose. Um, I just um, slowly started just doing everything you know it was, it was dealing with the clients that came about answering their questions delivering the service for them speaking with with everybody that else need, came involved with it builders uh, planning planning parties and and just just took it from there just one step at a time learning a little bit as I went along and developing as I went along and slowly it just um, it took took shape and, and started to grow 
And were you aware of, of the systems that we, you were developing for the business, or did they happen as well just uh, by accident? The, the, business, the, the business side of it was, was something I, I had to learn quite quickly, and that, that was a, quite a long learning curve, really, not really having a, uh, a background in, in business. So that, that was interesting to, um, to obviously get my head around. The, the actual running of the company or the, the delivering of the service um, was something I knew and I'd learned whilst in practice so you know deal, dealing with the builders clients planning uh, planning side of things and and everything like that was was all quite normal for me so i didn't didn't struggle too much with that one it was more of just okay i've got to now find the work provide the work provide a good service to then obviously develop the business further and i guess take it to that to that next level along the way and uh, and how did you get your first customer because that's usually a, a quite a big hurdle um, it, yeah, it certainly it certainly is. Um, I think the first first customer came about from um, a builder that I'd known uh, very well over the years, and um, uh, I think I mentioned before, obviously being being made redundant and, and and starting this company, it was it was that builder particularly that came to me directly and said, "Well, would you like to to do some do this drawing for me for this this project that I've um, that I've won?" And obviously, I jumped at the chance of doing it and. It just grew from there, really. I did a couple of jobs for them, and um, then word of mouth started to spread. They passed it on to their um, their friend who also wanted something doing, and so on and so forth. And it's kind of how it's grown, really. And clearly, you've been successful. Uh, you've now been trading for twelve years. So, talk us through how the business has developed since its inception, and detail some of your strategic decisions that have significantly affected. Uh, the the success of the business. Uh, well, th- the development of the company, I think, strongly has come about from from the word of mouth um, side of things. It's a it's a very good um, very good marketing tool to have in a way. It, it works on its own. So, I think um, just providing the service and providing a good service for customers and um, being there to answer questions and guide them through it seems to have um, helped and proven itself. So. That's been a, a huge part of the, the success of the business, certainly in the earlier years when it was first first started. Um, from there, slowly, I started to add a bit more marketing into the into the mix. Um, a couple of local um, marketing pages within the areas I decided to invest into, and they've then also assisted within the the business growth. Uh, they were quite a nerve-wracking decision, to be perfectly honest, because obviously it was having to commit to um, spending money that you don't always know is going to be coming in. Um, so that was um, that was a big decision, and that those again proved to be um, successful for me. And they they sit there still to this day, just um, being there and having the presence of just knowing they they're there for people, and they can they can still see that we we as a company are still around. Podcasts from the Cat. Now, marketing has, has changed significantly over the last 20 years and now involves a considerable reliance on, on websites and social media, media. And as a result, it makes good use of modern technology. So share with us how you reach out to new customers and, and how you maximise the benefits of u- utilising new technology. Well, to be honest, it's uh, it's something I'm not that good on, to be fair, and it's something that I've slowly had to uh, to really get my head into and learn. 
Um, say early days was just word of mouth and a couple of uh, local magazines and that developed into having a website built again over, as the years progressed and the uh, the company got a little bit bigger um, these days it's heavily social media and uh, SEO services and uh, networking so they are currently what we we are um, involved with the most we've uh, Facebook accounts Instagram accounts LinkedIn accounts things like that heavily posting uh, images and comments of things that we're doing, places we're going, uh, and then networking. We're, uh, we've we've just um, started getting involved with the networking side of things, um, going to events, uh, socialising with new people. Again, just trying to spread the name and and spread the business and to to try and bring that uh, that additional growth there. And with the networking, obviously, you've you've got to allocate a period of time for that it's not something you can you can do uh, remotely no, no so um how do you do that how do you make sure you've got the time in the week to do it uh, there's never enough time in the week really uh, you just have to you um you know when you go into these events and um you just make sure that you've got things in place you, you've done the work that you have to do or um you've um allocated it correctly within the company for uh, for other people to get done and is that something that comes natural to you? But are you a gregarious individual? I'm slowly getting there. Yes, it's uh, again, it's quite new now having having additional staff with us. So um, learning again the correct way of, of of getting the work out to come to to people and um, delegating it across correctly in the in the right way to get it delivered on time. So Daniel, it's no secret that happy customers are loyal customers, and that your your whole team needs to be on board in order in order to uh, deliver outstanding customer service. So, share with us the systems that you've developed over the years in order to ensure that you continually exceed customer expectations. Um, we're just there for people. Um, you know, we um, we go and see customers at the very first stage once they get in touch with us. Um, spend some time with them. Um, listening to to what they want and and then delivering hopefully all the time what the, what they actually do want you know when we go back to them with the designs we, we generally try and deliver on exactly what they need and if if they want to change things we're, we're happily happy there to do it we sit down and go through it all making sure that their needs are always met and um, following on from that process we just make sure we are there along the way we're, we're never a more than a phone call away if any questions arise or they have any uncertainties and uh, and that's what we do we just we just continue that same process throughout the throughout the the whole process even throughout the build we you know we're always there if there's if there's anything they need we'll we'll turn up on site and sit down and discuss it with them the builder just to make sure the process is as smooth as possible and um, and they feel as comfortable as possible working with us uh, to get the the outcome that they're after and once you've, you've fulfilled your obligation in regard to a job, do, do you look for feedback from your customers? Yes, we do. Yeah, we um, once the job's finished, again, we arrange to go around to see the, the customer. We sit down with them, we have a coffee, have a chat, make sure everything went as smooth as possible. Um, they enjoyed the process. Um, we, we do ask for a review as well, if they're happy to give us a review and, and at the same time take some photos of the project and um Obviously, you can see those on our website, um, some examples of projects and testimonials that we've got along the way. So so really, Daniel, you, you've got it right from day one in regard to how you, you look after your customers. Do you feel in yourself there, are, there is any way of improving on, on what, uh, what you currently do? 
Um, well, there's always room for improvement in, in anything, really. Um, I, th- I think, if anything, we could maybe just, um, I guess, maybe try and just be there as, as much as possible for people, maybe a little bit over over, and, and do do a bit more to go to the extra mile if we need to. But um, hopefully in time that may come when we potentially grow further and um, more time's freed up with having additional staff. Now, Daniel, business awards are assigned for a variety of very different reasons, and uh, your business has three awards to its credit. So, although two of these have yet to be announced, talk us through your your business awards and tell us why you feel these awards are important to your business and the team. Uh, well, awards are always uh, very good to be received, and uh, they're, they're very good marketing tools again to, to develop growth on businesses and, and the recognition of businesses uh, within the community. Um, one of them we received, to be honest, out of the blue. The uh, the one for being the top three in architects practices in crew was was just. Uh, delivered to us unannounced um, which was very nice to know they they got in touch to say that they'd done a, a survey within the area and uh, from reviews that they'd uh, gathered from Google and places that uh, we were recognised as one of the top three within the area which was uh, always uh, really good to be received. Uh, the additional two that we've uh, we've been uh, re- uh, awarded are, um, uh, are from a, a design side based on one of our projects um, that we did over in Presbury, which was, has been awarded as being a, uh, a very good design. And um, so, again, that was um, that was always nice to, to receive. Again, not not, not yet um, been announced, but, um, yeah, it's very good to, to have so that. So we can't co- talk about those in any real depth? Not really at the moment, no, so, sorry. So could we, we, it's a bit, a bit of a spoiler, that. So... Um, <laughs> But nevertheless, you've still got these two awards. And is this something you submitted? Um, you submitted an, an application. To, yes, we to, did to be part of the award ceremony. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We we, we were contacted and uh, we submitted um, these projects um, onto the, the this company. And um, yeah, we were we were examined amongst other people. And yeah, we were provided with this award. So it's quite exciting. And do you feel that that is a, a useful process? Does it, did you find yourself doing, say, say if you like, a, a business audit? Yeah, it was it was really useful to be honest. We had to um, we had to provide them with information about the project and uh, about ourselves and how we delivered it. So it was good to to reflect on on, on what we did and uh, because obviously it's been examined against other people. It's nice to see that what we've been doing was was right and correct and getting the award for it is brilliant. And obviously, uh, your employees and the people associated with your business, they, how do they feel about it? Oh, well, it's, yeah, again, everyone's excited about it. It's, it's always good to be uh, to be given an award for something that you've uh, you've been a part of. So, yeah, really good. And presumably, you'll be taking the team to the uh, award ceremony. Oh, yes, exactly, yeah. Uh, an award ceremony would be, would be great for the team and morale and uh, let our hair down a little bit, maybe. Uh, well, probably a good bonding uh, 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 process as well. Yeah, very good, very much so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so over the 15 years uh, you've been trading, you've become heavily involved in the local community, supporting the Alsager Music Festival, Sandbach Rugby Club, uh, Alsager Cricket Club, and that's the name but a few. So detail the clubs and charities and events that you sponsor and uh, how you determine who you will support. 
Um, well, we just try and be involved with as uh, as much as possible. To be honest with you, now we've been well, now we're established. Um, I, I feel like it's it's good to give back, and uh, certainly on the charity side of things, um, we, we haven't actually directly gone towards anybody. But a lot of them have just approached us, and um, I just thought, well, um, you know, why why not give back now? We've uh, we can do and help out others that um, others other people who are in need of it. And you, you must be aware that with, without the support or without your support of, of um, and the support that other other companies, other responsible companies give, that that these sports clubs and and festivals wouldn't take place. Well, yeah, every penny helps. At the end of the day, you know, um, people sponsoring the uh, the events help for them to be to be put on and help the communities. So. Yeah, it's um, it's really good that there's so many companies involved in in helping them out. And do you get to meet the people that are organising? Yeah, things? we do. Yeah, we go and meet them as well. Generally, we meet them a bit more um, prior and sometimes on the event when we're when we're there because we do always try and attend the some of these events as well, especially the All Sages Music Festival. Obviously, that's where I'm I'm from in All Sages, so that one's quite a a good one for us and the family to go to. And obviously, we take our little boy now. He's uh, he's a little bit older. He loves to dance. <sighs> And what and what about the sports clubs? Do you do, do you go along and, and watch them occasionally? Yes, we're going to try to. I mean, obviously on a selective uh, non-rainy day, maybe. <laughs> uh, and you're also involved with charities as well. So that, I mean, that's a big thing, isn't it? You know, uh, the charities do a wonderful job. Most people that work for them are, are volunteers, um, and without them, again, uh, we'd be a poorer society. Of course, yes. So again, we just we just like to help out as much as we can these days, uh, and give back and uh, help others that need it. And you can't help them all. No, well, no, of course not. <laughs> we we can't. But so far, um, so far, we've managed to help the ones that have uh, have been in touch with us, and so that's always good. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your story with our listeners. Should any of our listeners want to contact you, where can they find more information about Daniel Mathias Architecture Limited? Uh, well, the website is always the best place to go, um, which is uh, architecture-dma.co.uk. It's uh, got all the information about our company on there, our staff and uh, the services we provide. So, yeah, check it out and uh, get in touch if you want to discuss the, any projects. Daniel, thank you so much for coming on The Cat today. You're welcome. Nice to meet you. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.